When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Is uh, Sesame and Carta Lance. So you, 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 you've lengthened your name now. Mm-hmm. Now, now I, I know I've asked you this before, but do you have to change this legally every week? Uh, used to... But then it just costs too much money, so I just, um, it's more of a, just like a personal name change you know, yeah. at this point. Yeah, after about the, you know, the 45th time or so, it was, it was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm spending a lot of money on this, you know, and, uh, you know, could, could be put to a much better use, you know, as, you know, investing or starting a business or, moving to a different location, whatever. I'm just sitting there just changing my name all the time. It's not, it's not feasible. Yeah. I would, uh, I would recommend people go check out our, um, Patreon and give us some money. So Matt can, you know, be reimbursed for changing his name for your enjoyment every week. Exactly. I mean, I think it's only fair, but yeah, it does. I mean, it's, it's very fair. You know, I mean, I would, I would totally enjoy it if my favorite podcast host changed his name every week. Yeah, like if Mark Marin every single week changed it to like Mike Marine. Mike Marine, I like that. That's a good um that's like a really good bad movie title. Mike Marine. He's like a, about he's, like, he's like an Aquaman wannabe. Yeah. He's like <laughs> it's like a really low budget. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Marine, <laughs> you should start writing that. Um, yes. <laughs> if you want us to write that, and that's another reason you should go check our Patreon out. <laughs> yeah. So, like, here's that. Well, it's like you know, like we'll like take requests, like you know, like exclusive content. So it's like, you know, here's how we rope you in. Like, all right, well, you know, this is the free shit we give you, but if you want something special, you know. We'll work on that, but you're gonna have to like give us like a thousand dollars to do it. So, you know, and, and I mean, we'll, we'll do Mike Marine with a guy who kind of looks like Jason Momoa. Yeah, like we'll we'll do like a like in the How I Met Your Father thing. Like we'll yeah. just find <laughs> different like lookalikes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, today, speaking of DC superheroes, <laughs> um, we are covering the last two episodes of season eight of. 
DC's Legends of Tomorrow from the CW. Um, what, um, yeah, the episode 12, we'll jump right in here, folks. Um, it's called Too Legit to Quit. It's directed by Sud Sutherland, which is an awesome name. Yeah. Um, written by Morgan Faust and Leah Pouliot. Um, aired on February 23rd of 2022. Um, what went down in this episode, Sesame? Uh, <clears throat> well, right after the previous episode, um, they had, um, they're in like some, like, uh, they're in, um, John Constantine's, um, pocket dimension. And, um, the, uh, the robots, the, the robot legends, I guess, found their way there. They, um, threw them into hell, basically. But um, Robo Astra somehow made her way back, and then she stabbed Gideon, and it looked like you know she was going to die or something like that. So then they they rushed her to the the med bay, and uh, you know at, at first you know the the evil Gideon or whatever version of Gideon she was was gonna you know kill them all, but then um human Gideon told them to remember a certain protocol number or whatever. So then they just went yeah, decided it. And protocol that, 276. Which I wonder if there's like a, if that's like a, if there's anything symbolic for that or not, but um, I'm not sure. Probably not. Probably just random Probably numbers. <laughs> Why well, didn't know if it would be like a secret code? I don't know. And then, uh, <clears throat> and then, uh, so, that that basically means that Gideon can't harm herself. Um and since, you know, that's a human version of Gideon, you know, there's a stalemate, can't do anything now, as long as, you know, Gideon's on the ship and then she needs to she needs, you know, to heal with all the fancy, you know, futuristic technology that they have to heal people's wounds and stuff like that in the future. So <clears throat> They, they basically, uh, you know, like arguing with each other, like how are we gonna, you know, how are we gonna, you know, solve this? So Gideon, human, human Gideon, decides to basically negotiate with the computer Gideon about how they're gonna solve this problem because computer Gideon is hell bent on killing the legends because in, in her mind or in the AI mind, it's they're they're the real aberration and that her her robo legends were like the true legends because they were just like emotionless and just you know did the m- job. more more about just doing the job and not uh you know caring <laughs> <laughs> yeah and plus too like whenever any of them would die she would just make like a new body for you know <clears throat> and just put the programming you know in their brain chip or whatever Pretty soon, so, pretty soon, uh, that's how corporate America is going to handle things. I think. Oh, I'm, I'm sure of it at some point. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, it's time to wake up. You know, you can't even oversleep this time because we'll just like fire your brain up to wake yourself up. So, anyway, um, it's like 1984, man. 
like everybody compares everything to 1984, like even if it's not, they're like, oh, that's no 1984. I'm like, no, there is actually nothing like that in 1984. Then you ask Maybe. them if they've actually read the book or seen the movie, and they're like, oh, yeah. uh, like, no, man, but 1984, it's left wing. Actually, George Orwell was a socialist, but no, no, he actually was. He wrote articles about it and everything. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I don't care about truth. I only care about what Alex Jones tells me while, you know, in between his theory of spitting and vomiting and screaming or whatever he does on show nowadays. Anyway, so, um, <clears throat> so, um, blah, 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 blah. They come to a, like, a terms, like, peace terms. And, uh, Human Gideon says, okay, well, we all have to retire now, basically. So, so, Computer Gideon can basically be like the the new captain, and she can fix the timeline, I guess, on her own. Well, I, th- I think what it is him. is that, um, yeah, Human Gideon's going to be the captain, and then Computer Gideon's going to be the, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, so um, everyone else has to retire, and um, they're like, well, you know, can we just do that, like? And they're like, well, nobody retires from the legends. And I start listing all the people like, well, you know, you know, like Ray, you know, and the Hawk people and, you know, and all this Jefferson stuff. and other people. <laughs> oh, like so many people in like Nate's like, yeah, but like legends don't retire in bulk, you know, like all at <laughs> once. And so um, it's the Costco of retirement. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Computer Gideon basically like sits everyone down and just shows them like a glimpse of like their future. And like, you know, of course it's like stuff that like everyone, you know, wants for their future, which is, you know, kind of suspicious. But okay. And uh like Astra becomes a politician who's like running for like the you know, the common man or whatever. Nate you know, wrote like this really long, huge history book about being in the legends, which, you know, history's always been like his his thing. So like he's like a best selling author, you know. Ava and Sarah have like a daughter and they're like at that that same camp that they were in in um, season four where it was about like the like the horror monster or whatever. Um just kind of kind of an interesting throwback you know to that episode because <clears throat> they were wearing the same blue t-shirt you know stuff like that and um yeah uh you know every, everyone pretty much had like quote unquote their happy ending except for um um Gwen um, Gwen and um uh I can't think of her name um uh shit what's her name she was like uh Spooner? Spooner? Yeah. Yeah. Like Spooner basically just, you know, gets to go back to, you know, being with their mom. Yeah. That's it. He doesn't really get to be with their friends and and Wynn doesn't get to have Alan, you know, so like Yeah, but they come up know, with a so, plan oh, that oh, they maybe, can maybe, they, they, they make what? they make keys so they can all go to that pocket dimension. Yeah, that's right. Astra or was it Astra or someone else came up I think Spooner actually came up with the idea. Yeah. Um to, which again seems like convenient, convenient, convenience magic, literally, yeah. since she's a magician. And, um, like, oh, wow, like, you know, Computer Gideon didn't see that coming. Like, oh, one of these people is a magician and they could just like duplicate shit, you know? Yeah. Like, but, 
you know, again, there's a lot of convenience magic in the in the last two episodes of the show. So, um, uh, so yeah, what else happens after this? I don't remember too. So much, basically, um, then we have, um, you know, Gary stays on the ship then, um, with uh, with his love Gideon, and uh, the the computer Gideon basically ends up ejecting Gary into the time stream <laughs> and uh, falsely informs Gideon that it was Gary's decision to leave the ship. So that's how we end the episode with Gary being sent out into, times, into the time stream. Um, yeah, so basically computer Gideon's been evil this entire time and was mm-hmm. just tricking one into quote, retiring so that she could influence human Gideon to be more yeah, like it's like it's like she's her. she's evil but she's also just doing things by the book and logically and realizes that Gary's a distraction so yeah in, in her mind she's probably not evil but she's a computer so um <laughs> yeah she doesn't have any emotions she's like a narcissist you know, yeah. essentially like a mm-hmm. Elon Musk type of person you yeah know? anyway uh <laughs> so so then we have our next episode um Do you want to take a quick break and then we'll talk about the next episode? Sure. Okay. We'll be right back, folks. No Outlet Live. Hey, I'm Jay Remy, host of No Outlet Live. If you're in a podcast that explore any and everything, check us out. We stream anywhere you listen or watch podcasts, or just type No Outlet Live one word in your Google search bar to find the show. Live Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook. No Outlet Live, your road to boredom ends here. Do you like Tessa? Do you think this will be a date that can last? Well, uh, she's not very articulate. We're good. And we are back, folks. Back, back. From the past, yeah. Oh, well, like how a are you, Fez? Jock, jock radio <laughs> show at seven a.m. Let's uh, let, let's uh, let's play the bells and whistles, and you know, oh, God. yeah. So, <laughs> like, I can't believe people like would listen to that stuff. Like, I just yeah, like stuff like that just makes me sad. Like, like to hear, like it's weird. It's like, like, like I'm just a weird person, like overall, right? So, like. <clears throat> there was this episode of Community once where um, Annie is like, she wrote like an anti-drug play, yeah, to like that kid would perform at like a school or whatever, and uh, <clears throat> and Britta's like, you know, like I, I had to sit through a few of these when I was in school, and I think they actually drove me to doing drugs. And then mm-hmm. Annie's like, you don't count Britta. You don't respond normally to anything. And she's like, thank you. Like, that's literally me. Like, I don't respond. Like, so like normally something like that, that would be like a fun little distraction. Me, I hear that in the radio and it just like a deep book of sadness. It just tapped in like, well, like, it's, it's the, cli- oh, it's the cliche aspect of it though. I think was what it is, you know, like, yeah. it, you know, the, the first I person did, to do but... that is probably unique and different, but then you got like a million morning zoos across the country um, you know, that's, that's how it is. But, you know, some of them are, are unique. I mean, like my friend Andrew Z, he was good. Um, yeah. Then he had Glenn Beck. He used to have like a talking monkey or some shit at one point. Or, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, that's different. I don't, I don't know if it was a talking monkey. I think at one point he had a monkey or a chimpanzee. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wish a chimpanzee would have like ripped his arms off, but whatever. And, um, anyway, uh, 
So anyways, back to the legends here. <laughs> um, so <laughs> speaking of things that should have been knocked down, um, the name of this episode is Knocked Down, Knocked Up. Um, and, uh, knocked Down, Knocked Up, I like that. Yeah, and it was uh, directed by Kevin Mock and written by Phil Klemmer and Kido Shimizu. Um, aired on March 2nd, 2022. Um, okay, so Gary lands in 30,000 B.C., <laughs> um, but he's able to return to the manor when he discovers a door or creates a door. Um, <laughs> and he, cause they need a door to open up with the key. Yeah. Um, so get it. He makes a door. Yeah. So that it, ugh. yeah, he, yeah. uh, he ends up telling the others about Alan being a robot. Alan, <laughs> I forgot. We forgot to mention that in the last episode, didn't we? Oh yeah, that's right. Alan, uh, yeah, yeah. Gideon, Gideon was- created not evil Gideon, but real Gideon actually did this. Yeah, um, created a robot Alan, and didn't tell Gwyn that it was a robot. Um, but Gwyn, of course, discovers it because he's not an idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, come on, he was acting all weird and shit. Yeah, and, like, like um, not like a person, and <laughs> so uh, they. They tell they tell they tell him about others about Alan, and then they end up discovering that Gwyn had died at a fixed point in nineteen sixteen. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> at uh, at Mammoth's Wood, <clears throat> France, um, Gary deduces that Sarah is pregnant because of her alien biology. Somehow she got pregnant just from you know, somehow being with, uh, being with her love, you know, I mean, it's, <laughs> well, because, because, yeah. because she's a clone now because her, her original body died <clears throat> when she in like season six, when she was on that planet. Yeah. And which is nothing new because technically she already died in the first place in arrow and uh-huh. then her sister put her to the, resurrection pit or whatever um, Lazarus pit and then resurrected her which is weird because they wouldn't do the same thing to, to Laura it was almost like they just wanted to kick her off the show but whatever anyway uh, no matter <clears throat> and um, so technically she already did die and then now her physical body is no more and then she's a clone now but she's also got the alien biology mixed in with um, you know the human biology so she looks and acts like a human and feels like a human although some of her tastes are a little bit different now like she was like really obsessed with the milkshakes and shit like that for a while yeah and um and sarsaparilla i could say it say it correctly again sarsaparilla um and um we, we find this out because um at the end of the last episode before gary gets like shot off into the time stream um Sarah wanted to celebrate them retiring and she ended up cutting herself on the champagne bottle, like the wrapper or whatever, but the cut didn't heal because her part of her thing is that she can, her wounds like heal, like she gets shot in the head and just, yeah. And so basically the, the baby is absorbing all of her powers. Yeah. Cause at first she didn't figure out like, well, you know, like maybe cause I, I was thinking at first I was like, well, maybe this is just something happened to the timeline and she's like back to just being like a regular person again, you know, type of thing or whatever. But, um, but 
But no, yeah, Gary figures out that all it takes is because, like, apparently that specific race of aliens, like, are really big on, like, having babies, I guess. And, like, all you need to do is actually, like, think of having a baby or wanting to have a baby and, like, just a little bit of contact from, like, the other person. Yeah. Okay. So all they did was kiss, but that was enough, apparently. So basically, she's having Ava's child. Yeah. Like, literally. So, like, so that's you know, kind of interesting. Um, yeah. So, anyways, the um, the legends end up traveling to the point before Gwyn's death, but are intercepted by Gideon, who tells them to leave, only um, to privately find herself conflicted even after she learns um, Computer Gideon's lie about Gary. Um, so Astra and Spooner convince her to turn against Computer Gideon so that she disables the Wave Rider's cloaking, making Computer Gideon an, anonym, an, an anomaly. I can't say those words. <laughs> so, so basically... Computer Gideon ends up self-destructing in the temporal zone. Right. Um, and uh, Astra shields the others and reforms the Wave Rider. Again, which she already did. Yeah. Once. While while they're there, they find the fixer from the from the uh, fixed point there where Gwyn and Alan are. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Mike, played by Donald Faison from Scrubs fame. Um. <laughs> Gwyn uh, basically states that anyone uh, trying to change the battle would be erased in the time paradox, making Mike feel useless. Um, he destroys Gwyn's time machine and steals the Wave Rider um, to talk to his superiors. Nate ends up rescuing Alan, but is hit with, uh-huh. mustard, with mustard gas which makes him lose his steel abilities for some fucking reason. Um, that was such another convenience magic. Yeah. Um, or not magic, but just plot, whatever. It's like, how can we write out, you know, Nate? Um, yeah. Cause like, Oh, let's see here. He's been like in like uh, 5,000 years in the future, <clears throat> you know, 10,000 years. He's made of steel. Okay. Is, is there any proof that mustard gas does something to steel? I'm going to have to look that up actually. Yeah. Um, like, oh, that's the one substance that he was never, uh, you know, uh, uh, whatever, you know, um, it's subjected like, to. It's like, we got to figure out a way to get Nick Zano out of the show. So we're going to do that. So, you know, it sucks <laughs> because it's like, OK, so he's been in here since, since season two first episode. Yeah. So he's been here almost as long as anyone else. I mean, he's been here longer than Ray was. and Ray was here for his first four and a half seasons. Yeah. And. What sucks, though, what scares me is that, at least for me, you know, may- maybe maybe it's just, like, how my brain works or whatever, but, like, when someone leaves a TV show, like, I start to kind of, like, get used to them being gone, like, within, like, a few episodes, and that, like, and I, I don't like that fact that, like, that, like, makes me sad, actually, like, because, like, you know, I'm thinking four and a half seasons of Ray, and then, like, within, like, five episodes of Ray being gone, it's like he was never there anymore. And I'm like, I, I don't like that. Like that's not Well well this this show is good at actually filling the voids usually. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, unlike a lot of shows, because this has had a really huge turnover rate. Um I mean more than like yeah. Law and Order or something. Um 
Well, that's how they keep it fresh, I think. But yeah. still, it's sad, especially with Nate. Okay, Nate's literally season one, season sorry, season two, episode one, and he was brought into the team by Oliver Queen. So it's like a huge nostalgia thing going on. Like, you know. Yeah, but I mean, like anything, we got to move on, unfortunately. No, no, no. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> don't accept. Um, it's all about time, my friend. Time. Nope. Uh, but, but he'll probably like jump in here and there. Oh, like, I'm sure. Like, oh, um, I, I was just in the, the, the uh, time, that time stone, the, the um, whatever, the, the, uh, totem, totem yeah called. so yeah anyways um he he ends up losing his steel abilities um so sarah then reveals her pregnancy and uh nate then retires to the wind totem like you said so they're, they're on the wave rider after they steal it back and uh mike returns to the wave rider but he has the legends arrested by like the time authority or whatever it is. Um, and, we, and he's also arrested too. Yeah. He's arrested too. And we learn that he is not Mike. His real name is booster gold, which is a famous character in the DC comics. That's such a great name. Booster gold. So basically he stole the ship because he was mad at the, his superiors for tricking him, I guess. Is that what it was? Or And then he, he basically made the way it appears is that he made a deal with them. So then he's probably going to get out free or something. And then, or, or he will be in there and the whole thing will <laughs> be a, if, if we get a season eight, um, which it has not if yet we, been renewed yet. So, well, that's the thing. That, and also we record if, this. We, if we do, I mean, it just, it, I don't know. It just feels like the time bureau all over again. So it's like, we're like in a time loop, literally. Like, because Rip Rip created the Time Bureau to basically replace the legends because there were more. Almost the Time Bureau is almost like a precursor to computer. This versions of Gideon, like just not as cold and calculating because they were still human beings running it, but it was still that kind of like, you know, we're we're not chaotic like the legends are. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna run a tight ship, you know, type of thing or whatever. You know, and then the Time Bureau eventually got shut down and then it just became the Legends again. But before the Time Bureau, there was also the Time Masters that the Rip worked for originally, Rip Hunter. You want to talk about like an old, you know, callback right there. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see where they take this um, yeah. if they do get another season. And I mean, from, from what I've read, if they do get another season, which I'm really looking forward to, um, is uh, Donald Faison is joining the cast. As yeah, one exactly. of the legends, so awesome. it'll probably be like a at least the first few episodes will probably be like a prison break sort of thing where they're trying to you know, which is funny. I mean, I'm not talking about the show Prison Break, which two of the stars of this show that are no longer on the show used to be on. Um, so well, it'd be cool though if, if Rory does come back on the episode called Prison Break, yeah, and then and then he breaks out of prison. That would be pretty sweet. But, yeah, um, and somehow somehow we get uh, what's his face back too. Um, uh, Leonard Snart. When yeah, he died, Leonard. But, yeah. So I, yeah, but somehow maybe uh, one of his variants. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, I really hope that the show continues as you do, and it'd be really cool to see where they take this. Um, yeah, I, I have nothing else to say. Do you have anything else to add? No, I don't. All right. Well, 
I really enjoyed this season. I thought it was a good season. I mean, there's some things that they could have done differently, but overall, I liked it. Um, yeah. If you want us to continue covering the show, hopefully it comes back and let us know. Um, also, uh, check out our key public. Check out our social media accounts, our Facebook, our TikTok, our Twitter, our Instagram. All those good things. Um, check out our Patreon, as we've mentioned before. Also, check out our um, T Public. Buy some shirts. Um, give us a five star review where you can. Most importantly, though, share the show with your friends. If you like what we're doing, or if you don't, and you think somebody else might enjoy it, let them know about the show. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, until next time, folks, be good to each other. Mm -hmm. Wear clothes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Stay in your time zone, in your timeline. Don't mess up the time zone, the time paradox or anything. Don't create a time paradox. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Wear a time condom. If you said time, yeah. (laughs) And until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.